Dude, I'm drunk already. <laughs> yeah. Just by sniffing the infinity yeah, bottle? Smelling it. Yeah. <laughs> There's probably something good in there, right? Yeah. Are you ready? Let's do yeah. this. A podcast about bourbon and the ones who drink it. This is Bourbon Matters. Welcome to Bourbon Matters. I'm Jake. I'm Dan. And tonight, unfortunately, we are missing Roberto. Some say unfortunately, some say fortunately. <laughs> but uh, subbing in for him is my wife, the beautiful Jenna Ray. Jenna Ray, HR, HR, HR. Yeah, that's usually what she's in the text thread because I get drunk and stammer. <laughs> well, and also it's my initials and I work in HR, so that just really works for everybody. Yeah, so uh, tonight... In our first video episode ever, 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 ever. Yeah, thanks for including me in that. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be trying Dan's Infinity Bottle. Yeah. What? This has been a little over a year in the making, I believe. Um, yeah, about. I, I, when I put down the list today, there was just shy of 20 bottles, so it's not quite an ounce. It's just a little bit more an ounce for everything, or some probably have a little closer to two ounces and some less than an ounce. I don't know. Yeah. The first times I couple, first couple pours were just kind of... Whatever we're imagining they're yeah. all equal. Yeah. The the one thing we talked about that I was upset that I wasn't able to do was me and my spreadsheets. I wanted to make a massive spreadsheet and put every single mash bill <laughs> from top to bottom on a spreadsheet so I could know exactly how much percent corn was in here, how much wheat, how much rye, how much malted barley. Could take the, care of that in the post. <laughs> well, the problem is not all of them disclose their mash bill. So I started yeah. doing it. And then there was just like so many that I was like, we're not even going to know. And then it's just. Oh, so it was actually a decent percent. You couldn't find anything on. Yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah, it wasn't. Sucks. Yeah, it wasn't worth it. But Puffalo I, I do... trace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I got them all listed so we can talk about that. But uh, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I'm glad we're going to crack into it. I'm glad we're going to drink it down a little bit. I'm getting close to some other bottles that need to get dumped into it. Yeah. Um, so we're going to find out if whiskey blenders actually know what they're doing or if you can just dump a whole bunch of whiskeys together <laughs> and make something good. <laughs> Looking at you, Bardstown. <laughs> All right. So uh, do we want to talk about uh, our eventful weekends? Yeah. Well, Yeah. Uh, so, as everyone can see, I've got a mini barrel sitting in front of us. Um, I if thought you... that was going to be about half its size when you told me you were bringing home a mini barrel. I was picturing oh. like a barrel cut in half. No, it's what, like a 25-gallon <laughs> barrel? Yeah, and we were... So, you're probably going to hate me for this, Jennery. I'm not sure if Jake told you this part. <laughs> we we left the distillery. Yeah. We got in my car, and I started it, and we were getting ready to leave, and Jake goes, man, I'll have to bring my truck down here so I can get one of those barrels. And I go... That will fit in my car. And he goes, really? I go, yeah. Remember when we put the full-size 53-gallon barrel in my car? <laughs> oh, yeah. And then he just gets out of the car and walks back into the distillery. Uh, you know, well, there was a guy who was, was buying, buying one ahead of us. Yeah. Um, and he, the uh, Nick, who's the yeah. like marketing manager for, and for Whiskey Acres and one of the part owners, yeah. um, was, was talking to us about it and uh, – he said that they had two of the glass gem barrels left, which the glass gem was the special release that we went to go get bottles for. Um, so in my head, I was like, oh, that would be cool to have in the office. Um, you know, it's a, about as local as a distillery can get. Mm-hmm. Um, 
even though it's like an hour and a half away. Um, and it's like a special release barrel. So I was like, yeah, it'd be pretty cool. And I was like, ah, but you know, not going to be able to get it home. And Dan was <laughs> like, we moved a whole barrel <laughs> in my, in my Alfa Romeo. And I was like, oh yeah. I'm sure shit, that's what it was designed right. for. <laughs> yeah. It's had a lot of things that it's not designed for in that car before. Yeah. So it all worked <laughs> one out. One being me. <laughs> a little too fancy for you yeah that's way more classy than i am so yeah this is our new uh centerpiece so yeah i mean i thought it was a good purchase so yeah and uh we had a couple good cocktails there mm-hmm. um nick gave us a maple finish old-fashioned which was fantastic yep um and then we both had some version of like their homemade lemonade with whiskey mm-hmm. um i think mine was a rye yeah. And lemonade in yours was the bourbon and lemonade with yep. blueberry. With blueberry. That sounds delicious. Um, we went on on the tour. The tour was pretty good. Yeah. Um, they showed us their original uh, barrel warehouse, which is just like one of those half dome, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, sheet metal barn things. It's called, it's called a Kwanzaa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> then they turned one of their grain silos into their second rick house. Um, then they just finished building a third wreck house. It's actually called a grain bin, not a grain silo. Whatever. Um, so are these, is it like a, far, a farm that they turned into a... Yeah. Like well, so have... It's a fully operational farm. Oh. Um, they use, I think he said about 25% of no, the... No, 8% of their farm is for the whiskey. And oh, it's yeah. a 2,000 acre farm. Oh, wow. So okay. if you're good at math, it's just shy of 20 acres, I believe, right? Or uh, 10. Wow. I don't know. I'm not good at math. <laughs> no, no, 20 would be right. <laughs> I don't know. Ten ten percent. It's a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm not yeah. correcting you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's really cool. Um. So yeah, like, it, uh, what's neat yeah. about it is that they get to experiment with a bunch of their own crops. Um. So this particular release was glass gem corn. Um. So it gives a very distinctive taste to the bourbon, um, which is pretty phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um. And then they said they are trying uh, was it Oaxacan green corn again um and then uh yeah the mexico corn what was the other one bloody butcher or something like yeah, that yeah like, like a red, red corn. corn and then the blue popcorn yeah and the blue popcorn uh which the blue i'm like really upset that i didn't grab a blue popcorn when i saw them like earlier or late last year i think was when they released um cuz i thought it was just like a regular thing <laughs> i should have grabbed one um but anyway, I mean, yeah, it's a cool distillery. Um, if you can get out to DeKalb, check it out. It's called Whiskey Acres, again. Um, We've put uh, a few posts about them out on Instagram. You can find them at Whiskey Acres. Yeah. You can check out. They've got live music on the weekends. Food trucks. Um, food trucks. So, yeah. And their, uh, their, like, welcome center or visitor center is, like, super nice. Yeah, they got it. They just finished a nice big outdoor patio area and yeah. everything. Yeah. Cool. It's great, especially in the summer. Like that's going to be a really yeah. cool place to hang out. And uh, I got the biggest thing with Whiskey Acres is uh, one of the the guy that helped them start doing their whiskey was Dave Pickerel, who was former. Mm-hmm. We talked about him a few times. Former master stiller at uh, Makers Whistle Pig helped the Blackened Company with the Metallica whiskey. Yep. Um, before he passed away, he helped them out. So really cool. Yeah. Great lineage there. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it shows like their whiskey's pretty dang good, and we are gonna get to go down there and help bottle one day. 
Yeah, Dan's going to force us to go volunteer bottling. That sounds exciting. You get a t-shirt and a bottle of whiskey that you bottled that day. (laughs) That's super fun. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to go when they bottle a special release. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Try and sneak it in. Well, Jenna you mentioned you've shot them out on Instagram and stuff. Yeah. Um, for those that people don't know, I think we've mentioned a few times, you do all of our social stuff I do. for us. Uh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, so if you uh, message us, unless uh, I assign Jake to answer you, you're usually talking to a woman, and I'm trying to answer like a man, so give me some credit for that. <laughs> we might have some female <laughs> listeners, probably not, but we, possibly. Generally, the people that write to us are males, and so then I try to send back like a flame. Or a cheers glass. Yeah, because guys, fist. Yeah. I don't want to be like, love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that was captured on video. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot that we're recording video. Damn it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> no, but you've done a great job with that. Your salary's a little tough to tough to swallow some days. Yeah. I get to try any of the whiskeys that I want. That's fair. <laughs> that's why Jake buys them all. Yeah. yeah just for why. you. Yeah, just for me. Keeping the, the social media manager happy. <laughs> yeah. It's a hard job. What's, what do you think has been the most difficult thing or the most interesting thing you've learned so far from doing this? Because, I, I mean, you, we've all do social media of some sort, but this yeah. is obviously a little bit different. Um, Good question. I think I was most surprised by how active the Instagram, like, bourbon and whiskey community mm-hmm. is. Um, they're a really fun community to be a part of. The people are incredibly supportive and, like, very fun to um, interact with and it's fun to follow everybody and see what they're up to. We've gotten some cool ideas of bottles and things to get from them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I think growing your like viewer base is harder, but, mm-hmm. um, than I was maybe anticipating. But I also think back to like when I grew my own personal Facebook and Instagram, you were like in high school and college and like literally every person you met wanted to follow you for whatever purpose. Mm-hmm. That's not necessarily how it is when yeah. you're a business. So that's been interesting, but um, that and making reels where, you know, the talent is highlighted. That's also always difficult. And we're using business really loosely. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but you know what I mean? It's not. Don't need a... the IRS coming after us. Just so. <laughs> Sorry. But you know what I mean? The... Text that $5. We got in the account right now. <laughs> oh, I know. Right. I'm trying. Got to figure out how to. That, 30% of that's gone. Now we're down to three bucks. <laughs> got to figure out how to make a tax shelter for our uh, anchor ads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. No, I mean, but it's been cool because I mean, what? Probably about the first couple of months, you were we were we were working really hard, and it was a slog to get to a hundred. But we're what over three hundred and wheeling towards four right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we're at the point where, like, I mean, I don't know how many listeners of ours are in this space, but where we're just like getting followers more organically, so we're not having to like go out and talk to people as much. They're just finding us on their own. So that's nice to see. Yeah. Um, before we had to do a lot of networking to get mm-hmm. views um, and to get people to pay attention to us. So it's nice to see that kind of rolling yeah. in. But yeah, and you've done a great job with uh, the tags and everything. And some of the companies have reached back out to us and talked to us about some things. Yeah. Um, obviously the collaboration we've done and uh, should be coming. It's probably out already. Uh, the, our collaboration where we're on the fourth dram and goal. Yeah. A podcast um, yeah. that that's a video so that's technically our first video but we were zoomed in on that that's one. true um but no those relationships have helped and you've done a, a great job it's been fun to see it grow and you're doing a good job i don't think we probably ever tell you that but <laughs> which we we said we were never going to do that so <laughs> <laughs> yeah i knew i wasn't going to get paid and probably wasn't going to get like a performance review so i'm good 
Nice. As long as you don't tell me I suck, we're good. Well, I do, so, but not because of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's usually Roberto sitting there, and I just have yeah. to be mean I'm to the person. Good. Good. She, I don't know. She's not going to be ready for the part where we just start throwing like tomatoes and lettuce at yeah. her. Uh, <laughs> as long as I can throw them back, we'll be fine. <laughs> So, do you want to tell us uh, or tell everybody about our latest scheme that oh. you uh, devised over the weekend? Yeah, uh, Father's Day weekend, I went back close to my close to where I grew up, uh, and met my dad for Father's Day at a distillery outside of Rockford called Barnstormers, which is this might be backwards on the camera, I don't know, but I'm wearing a shirt that says Barnstormers. I don't know how mirror image things are. It flips looks or... uh, Jake's repeal shirt looks right so i think you're all right maybe it's worth it maybe not barnstormers it's a distillery outside right <laughs> they're cool it's a it's a retired couple that's moved in the area and they decided that their retirement gig they wanted to do a distillery and not a bad choice not a bad choice yeah. i mean there's taking notes worse things you can do easily <laughs> um, i'll retire tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm kind of am right now uh, <laughs> i asked roberto if i could borrow his blue tent to go live under milwaukee <laughs> Um, <laughs> I, uh, no, they were, I, I, we, me, it was me and my dad there. There wasn't a lot of people there early in the day, but it, not too long after there was just a massive line to get stuff. And I got a flight of six, they do rum, vodka, and, uh, whiskey. Um, I did, I did a flight of six test samples and it was, I did their, uh, moonshine, their aged moonshine, and then four of their whiskeys. Nice. Um, so I kind of went through the gambit of clear to yeah dark uh it was cool we were talking to the talking to the guy that owns it in the distiller and uh having some good conversations and i don't i can't remember now honestly how it came up and maybe it's because i drank some moonshine um (laughs) that's how it always starts but he i have no idea how it came up but all of a sudden he's like he's like well yeah if you wanted to you can do a five gallon run of whiskey i'll let you guys can pick the mash bill I'll distill it. If you guys are around, you can come down here and help me with the distillation. I'll change it so we distill and bottle the same day. Uh, yeah, you can laser engrave the top of the barrel. I'll do it, whatever you want on there. Um, you know, it'll be a five-gallon run. Every six months, you can come down, take a draw out of the barrel. It takes about 18 to 24 months to age in a five-gallon. He said you don't want it in over any more than 24 months to age it at that size. And uh, he asked the price, and it was... <laughs> one of those where as soon as, told, as soon as he told me the price i'm like well jake and jake and roberto guess what we're doing <laughs> um so i think we're getting really close we've been talking for a few days we'll have our uh mash bill figured out so that i gotta reach out to him and make sure that he agrees that that's something that'll work and yeah hopefully draw a good whiskey out um if we do the five gallon run we're probably going to get around 15 bottles it sounded like which would be five for each of us which isn't bad um, yeah if people if you're listening and you want to try some Forty dollars a bottle. We'll get a ten-gallon <laughs> yeah. run done. Uh, but no, so you know we we've done some of these. Uh, you see all these barrel picks from these big liquor stores, which is you know they go down to a distillery, they pick what barrel they want out of this massive distillery for ten or twelve thousand dollars, and yeah. we're just going to have ours contract distilled specifically for us. So screw you, Benny's. We're better, and we even get to distill it. <laughs> yeah, so. we get to help. We get to bottle. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll be in touch with him. I'm going to reach back out, but we've been. Spending some time the last little bit just nailing down what we think we want to do. Uh, he's given me some input already on it. Uh, but, yeah, we will have our first ever Bourbon Matters blend of whiskey. Yeah. Not a blend. It's not a blend. It's not. It, no. It'll, It'll be, be straight bourbon yeah, whiskey. Straight bourbon whiskey. Um, 
It could be. We like could do it. 18 to 24 months. 18 to 24 months. We, we could do it barrel proof. If it sucks, we'll probably want to cut it down to yeah. about 100 or something because yeah. we could just be awful at our jobs, uh, which is <laughs> highly outcome. Um, but yeah, no, we're, we're excited. Uh, like I said, it's just a small distiller. If you're out by Rockford, check them out. They have some really good stuff. Uh, my dad likes some of their rums. They had some unique vodkas. Do they age the rum at all? Yeah. They nice. age the rum there. Um, one of their whiskeys is finished in one of their rum barrels. Cool. Um, Love me some rum finished whiskey. They, they didn't do gin. They did vodkas. And <laughs> my dad, one of them, and it, and it was funny because I'd never heard of it before. And we were at Sam's and someone asked if they had horseradish vodka there. <clears throat> huh. Yeah, interesting. I thought that was disgusting, but then I'm like, well, you know what? If you like bloodies, yeah, that's a good point. Oh, that'd yeah. probably be a good addition for a Bloody Mary. Be horseradish vodka. Sense. Yeah, and my dad likes horseradish stuff, so he got some of their horseradish vodka. And he's he like didn't think it was gonna have much. He's like, no, that's got a lot of spice to it. Wow. Uh, he did that. He did one of their black licorice. What kind of uh, what kind of vodka was it? Corn. Oh, corn. Okay, yep. cool. Um, but yeah, no, they were they were fun. It was cool to hang out with them. But the fact that we're going to end up... Well, oh, we also get to keep the barrel, too. Oh, really? They're going nice. to laser engrave the top for us. We're going to get to keep So the, it's a five-gallon barrel? They'll they'll do a five, 10, or 15-gallon barrel for you. Okay. I just, I'm How guessing... How small the, is a five-gallon? Like, well, that's 25. Yeah, so, yeah, so it's like, like a it'll be oh, so fifth cute. of that. It's, nah, it's not very big. It'd be a footstool. <clears throat> um, but yeah, no. 15 bottles? Most yeah. of the cost wow. of the project is probably the barrel. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Because what when we were at Whiskey Acres, they said these half barrels cost just as much as a fifty-three gallon barrel. Yeah. Well, he said that these are more expensive than the full size. Wait, how come? Demand. Uh, okay. Demand and like these big cooperages, like this is from Kelvin Cooperage, which is one of the biggest cooperages. They're set up to do big barrels, and they okay. get pump out a lot of big barrels quickly, yeah. and then they got to change all their stuff. To to... Have you guys explained what a cooperage is on they, the podcast? They make barrels. We just did. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I we talked about it a little bit when we did Rabbit Hole because Rabbit Hole yeah, uses a the same bit, cooperage yeah. as because uh, there's like only a couple big ones, right? I think so. Yeah. Okay. But now this has got go. a nice Kelvin cooperage blend in it or yeah. brand in it. But yeah, no, it's uh, it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, see the process play out, then have our names on something. But yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, if you're interested in seeing what it's like, let us know because then if, we'll probably be over the next few weeks trying to get it all figured out. And if we get people that want some whiskey out of it we'll be more than happy to go a bigger barrel if need be yeah awesome all right so let's get into the infinity bottle yeah well so normally i have to do the research my <clears throat> research is just reading off basically what's in there jake you, we talked about it one of our earlier episodes but if if you're just kind of catching on the tail end of stuff here what is an infinity bottle and what's kind of the purpose of it yeah so an infinity bottle is uh basically you take the last dram of a bottle of whiskey um, and you pour it into a decanter or some other kind of bottle, um, and you keep building up with last drams of bottles um, to make a like super whiskey, mm-hmm. or at least that's the goal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, like typically, you want to take like your favorites and kind of build a, build the bottle out of you know, your favorite whiskeys. Um, it's like the the reason that they call it an infinity bottle is because when you get down to the last dram of your infinity bottle, you keep it. You don't pour it. Then you restart the filling process. So perpetually you'll have uh 
more and more um, complex mash bill based on what you put into the Infinity Bottle. Okay. Very cool. Yeah, I've been, since I started getting into whiskey uh, heavily and starting to go through bottles a little over a year ago is when I started this. Uh, we've just recently started a show Infinity Bottle with some of the ones we've recently been drinking. Yeah. Uh, and part of my Infinity Bottle will be then donated to the show bottled as well. Yep. Um, the show bottle has Blue Run, the High Rye bourbon, a Red Breast 15, and a Michter's bourbon. Yes. Right. Fancy. We haven't done Red yeah. Breast. No, we, yeah, we did. We did Red yeah, Breast did. Yeah, on the Irish yep. uh, St. Patrick's Day episode. Yeah. Which I need to fill that with everything we've done so far. Yeah. Um, which I haven't gotten to yet, but... You said your favorite. Up quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, this is what episode. This will be the 20... 25th episode. 25th official, 26th. But we've had it. multiple episodes with multiple bottles. So. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then we also <laughs> had uh, the best one from the episode. <laughs> what? St. Patty's Day and the Smooth Ambler, Quick Smooth Ambler one we did, didn't yeah. count as full episodes. Right. So they're not officially numbered. Yeah. Uh, I learned that when I was putting the website together and I realized our numbers weren't matching up. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> it's uh well yeah, Jake said it's usually your favorite whiskeys. I mean, I haven't been buying bad whiskey, I guess. Yeah. So I yeah. not all these are my favorite, but these are the bottles I've finished. And again, it's been about twenty bottles that are in here. Yeah. So it's a lot of bottles I've gone through and I, I just don't drink I, I drink one pour every night. It's not like I'm drinking crazy amounts that I have. 40 or 50 bottles are just waiting, lined up to get thrown in this. This is, I'm like, yeah. is it going to be a long time to fill this up? Yeah. And it has. You said it took, what, a year to a do this? A little over a year, yep. Year, and I just yeah. finished it off the other day. Um, the last one that you're going to get a chuckle out of. Uh, <laughs> the very first one that ever went in was actually a bottle of Gentleman Jack. Nice. Uh, solid foundation. So, yeah, we put in a solid foundation. The first nice bottle of whiskey I bought probably about three years ago. And that sucked because I didn't like it that much. It was a private. Uh, it was a private uh, selection of four roses. That it was a Benny's pick. Okay. Uh, so that's in there. There's Elijah Craig '94, but it was an Ohio State barrel pick that I ended up with somehow. Hmm. And there's a dram of the f- popular Blanton single barrel. There you go. There's one. I I've seen it more and more. I bought it. I don't know why it was a nicer looking bottle. It's uh, I'm pretty sure their blender called Doc. It's Doc Swinson's. Yeah, and it's their Alter Ego, which is uh, finished in sherry cask. Nice. They're one of my favorites, Jefferson Twin Oak. And then one of the first ones we all kind of bought together, between you, me, you, and Roberto, where we all walked into a liquor store and walked out with a bottle of Basil Hayden Ten Year. Yep, that's a good one. After that was Bardstown Fusion Series number four. And then after that, there was a bottle I bought. It was a cool bottle. I think it was an Oregon whiskey. It was their first batch. I just the bottle was cool. <laughs> uh, it wasn't expensive. It was called uh, Trails End Batch One. Okay. Um, and it was in Oregon Oak, too. I think it was an Oregon Oak aged barrel. Oh, interesting. After that was Little Book Chapter Five The Invitation. Oh, that's a high proof. That's a high proof, and that has ties back to your wedding because I brought that to your wedding. Oh, that was the one? Nice. That's the one we were drinking upstairs. Uh, that I thought you gave to me as a gift, but you did not? Yes. <laughs> I definitely did not give to you as a gift. So I I think the story on that was like we you were- You left in, it in the room. Well, yeah. That's I, what Well, I think it was we were, we were all in your guys' room drinking after the wedding, and I had I maybe had two or three whiskeys that night. Um <laughs> Okay, sure. 
And I think we were leaving your room and Jake's like, you didn't get me anything. And I think I just handed you the bottle yeah. on the way out because I had no idea what was going on. That's uh, not right. And I was like, the, he did not mean to do that. Uh-uh. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, that was a fun night. Uh, I think. Uh, after that is the first ever nice, like really nice bottle I bought, which is an Angel's Envy Port Barrel uh, Cast Strength. Oh, yeah. Which is one of the Angel's Envy special releases. And I actually use that. comes in a really nice box. I actually yeah. use that box to house my corks for all the bottles that I finish. Oh, that's a cool idea. As well as that's where I keep my list for my Infinity Blend. Nice. And then the goal is I have all the corks in there, and it's got a nice glass window in it. So eventually you're, I'm getting closer to the top, so you have like this cool cork-looking yeah. thing inside. Yeah. And we all know that comes from the ocean. <laughs> Listen to our earlier episodes. <laughs> After that, another one that has some sentimental value is American Highway Batch 1, which is the first ever podcast we did. Nice. After that, another one that was featured on the podcast in my top five findable, James Pepper 1776. Nice. A little bit of TX whiskey. My George Dickel 13 after I finish that off. Then some Barrel Bourbon Batch 22. Weller Special Reserve. Bardstown Discovery Series number six. And the last one that made it in the bottle, St. Cloud Seven Year. Yeah. <laughs> Last Yellow place in the March Dram. No, bracket. that wasn't last place. <laughs> I think Yellowstone was last place. No, the one that was last place was the one where we bashed because we thought it was St. Cloud and ended up being Elijah Craig. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was just normal Elijah Craig. <laughs> I, I remember because we got that, and I, I obviously right away look. I was the one that looked at the bracket. I'm like, oh, well, Jake had the winners right. I had one right. Two really good winners. Where did where was uh, Where's the one we bashed? That's got to be St. Cl- oh, that's Elijah Craig. St. Cloud, you actually didn't mind the first go round. <laughs> no, I, it was funny because we thought we thought oh. we called it the hood ornament because it's got a neat top. But uh, yeah. Anyways, that's everything that's in this bottle. Normally, we drink a little bit beforehand, but I think we've been waiting to kind of. I wanted to hear everything that was in it yeah. before I tried it. It's the the color is pretty nice. Yeah, it's darker than like your typical bourbon. Um, like but I mean, you threw like a twin oak in there yeah. and uh, some older the whiskeys. Bardstown's yeah. uh, uh, discover or few discovery is older. Yeah. Um, man, it has a unique nose on it. <laughs> like it's not a bad nose. It's just you can tell that there's a lot of things in there. Yeah. yeah. There's some spice to it. If you um, breathe into it like I did, it makes your eyes water. <laughs> so maybe don't do that. <laughs> I don't. I'm not getting too heavy of an alcohol. No, no on there. it's not that. That uh, it doesn't smell that high proof. Um, I'm having trouble picking out like an actual. I like, know. Note. I, yeah, <laughs> I think that's because there's so much just mishmash in there. All right. Well, like I'm not even getting like vanilla or like Mm-mm. you know the typical kind of smells. Yeah, I'm just getting like spice. Well, I'm gonna take a. Yeah, I'm getting a little bit of like citrus, but. He comes out. It, you taste the very end of the finish is when you feel the alcohol kick in. Yeah. Yeah, it's not not that bad though. No. Doesn't have that tough of a finish for everything that's in it. I thought it might be a little. Oh, bit. I just got a big hit of like Coca Cola on the back end. <laughs> I mean, I'm, oh. I just, I'm not going to judge on my first sip, but. Yeah, I mean, a, a Coca Cola end is not bad. That it's very. The front of it is very smooth. Yeah. Like on the front, on the tip of the tongue, there's not. 
Like, I just don't get... I, it's hard to delineate any flavors out of this, I feel. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Um, I am getting... I'm still getting that Coca-Cola flavor. Um, and there's, like, a little bit of, like, vanilla that's coming through. I'd say the vanilla's um, probably the most that I get out of this. Yeah. Maybe, like, some caramel or... Um, maybe, like, I don't... I don't really. Know. I don't get much oak out of this. Which no, it's weird because no. all these are are actually fairly aged bourbons, and them are really young, young. Um, I mean, I will say I don't think it's bad, but I don't think it's good. Like you just don't. There's so much going on; they just all kind of neutralize each other out into. Uh, I, yeah, I'm getting like orange peel on the yeah, front a little bit of a citrus situation I, I think the coca-cola you're getting in the back is some acidity to it at the end could be yeah it could be like the vanilla note that you're getting with the <clears throat> acidity making it kind of a yeah it's um yeah it's not bad no, no. um but like it's all it's it's hard to like explain yeah. because it's like there's a lot happening. It's complex. <laughs> it's complex, but it's it's almost overwhelming. Yeah, I, I was... your taste buds don't really know what to do with it. Yeah, like I'll go I'll go back to like when we did Jack Bonded not too long ago. Like that tastes like you would think this is a bourbon should taste like. It had all the bourbon notes, all the bourbon flavors to it. Mm-hmm. This there's just so much going on. Like you don't get those normal flavors. It's it's not undrinkable. I've had whiskeys on here that I haven't been able to finish. I could finish. Yeah. I could finish this. Um, but yeah, it's just there's not. It's not what you would think a bourbon would taste like. No, yeah, it's very. Um, yeah, if somebody had like poured me this at a bar, and I took a sip of it, I'd be like, "This is interesting." Very, yeah, very strange. Um, not normal. <laughs> I am. I don't know that I, I, I. As you, I'm, this is not my like fourth sip, but it's starting to like develop a little bit of something, and there is just more of. It's just spice, but like a lot of spice. I'm I getting keep going back to it though, so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it, I'm not it, mad about it's, it. It's, all right, the, this would be the best way I can describe it. <laughs> sea salt and vinegar chips. It has the weirdest taste in the world, but you can't stop eating them. Mm-hmm. I can, yeah. I, I am getting now, after about the fourth sip, right about here, I'm getting marshmallow. Like almost a little uh, a little marshmallow. I never pay attention. Like right interesting. by the lip nodes. And I think it's maybe just part of the vanilla coming through on it. Yeah. Yeah, there's like, there it's is kind, some Almost like, kind of like the, the CYPB. That butterscotch marshmallow. A little bit. Um, I don't there is there is like a weird like um, it's kind of like brown sugar taste. Yeah, but it's like um, burnt marshmallow. Yeah, yeah, I think that's caramelized mar- caramelized like not before it crisps up and goes all brown. Like the perfect s'more, like perfect yeah. golden brown marshmallow. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. That's probably where I'm going to stick with that. I think the biggest thing I'm realizing is that people that blend whiskeys that taste good actually do know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> You're also, though, blending finished products together. Like, that's a little bit different, I think. No, that's what they... I mean, that's what they're doing. They'll just take a bunch like... of different barrels, blend them together, and... 
put them out. They, I don't think they take twenty some barrels. It's usually no three or, three yeah, or four it's... barrels at max. But um, I don't. Yeah, it's just it's not bad, but it's not good. It's kind of weird. I mean, it's interesting. Um, yeah. I would I would have not have guessed that's what it would have tasted like though. What no, I thought it would have tasted like. I, I thought I would have got a lot more oak and a lot more some pronounced flavors, but I think it's just there's so much in there that it just kinda of all washes out. And yeah. it takes a little bit to really start getting some of that flavor into it, just because your mouth is trying to discern a million different flavors all at once. Yeah, I mean it's like um it's almost like there's so much happening that it just becomes one note. Yeah. <laughs> it but like you you, there are like little nuances though right that like seem to be happening Mm -hmm. like especially like it's almost changing every time i take a sip Mm -hmm. which is like a very strange experience yeah did you shake it before you poured it it was on the car all the way over here bouncing around it's kind of you know what it's like the everlasting gobstoppers of whiskey Mm -hmm. it's yeah I mean, it's an infinity bottle, so it's fitting. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, it's everlasting infinity. <laughs> Speaking of infinity, the Lightyear movie's coming out here pretty soon. Oh, nope. I thought it, oh, yeah. That, this weekend? It, I think so. And I was mad because I was going to finally go see Maverick. And I was going to go to Gurney and watch it in the 4D seats. And they're showing Lightyear now in the 4D oh, theater. Really? And not oh, really? Oh, my God. That's yeah, we should have gone to the open. <sighs> Are they showing it still in Vernon Hills? Yeah, they're still showing Maverick, but I think it's just... I don't, I'm guessing they're probably still doing it at Adobe in Vernon Hills, but I want to do the They do 46. have the big... Um, uh, it's not the... Like, they have a big theater. Yeah, the Dolby, yeah, the Dolby one. That's okay. the Dolby, yeah. But no, I, was, I want to do the ones with the seats that have the air yeah. and stuff, so it feels like you're flying. and That would have been cool. <laughs> Thanks, Gurney. <laughs> well, we did wait like a month to go see it. Yeah, that makes sense. It's kind of on us. Sorry, Tom Cruise. Sorry. I know you're a big fan of the show. We need Roberto <laughs> to say, help me, Tom Cruise. Help me, Oprah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Roberto, where are you at? Stop playing around in D.C. Nothing good happens there. <laughs> <laughs> no, all right. Well, so that was interesting, if anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it's not bad. It's just... It's a different. It's, it's different. It was I mean, fun. It I mean, was the, fun. The whole thing for this of Infinity Bottle is fun. Just to say that all your whiskeys you ever drank are in one spot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, will I drink this? Oh, yeah, I'll keep drinking it so I can keep putting more stuff in it. Um, will you drink it down before you put anything else? Oh in? yeah, yeah. I'll drink it down to probably about ten percent. Yeah. Okay. I'll leave a little more. I think you're supposed to leave like ten or twenty five. I'll I'll read and see what people. And are. like when people come over, that you don't really like. You can be yeah. like, oh hey, here, try this. Yeah, that's fair. For people that are like newer to whiskey and don't know any better, they're like, "Wow." Usually, when people when I want to do that, I just give them my rye, though. Right. <laughs> I mean, th- or some of that like berry wine. <laughs> You've been waiting to use nice. that button the whole time, haven't you? I have. Been. What was the other one that you really wanted to use? I was waiting for you to say something so I could go. <laughs> Thanks. I mean, but the the saving grace of this though is that it is really smooth. Yeah, it's smooth, and it's one of those things where you keep on trying. Like it's like you want to try and figure out what it's tasting like. Yeah. But every time it's like I'm not going to be able to figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> it does burn. I it's feel like a, a little bit more, and it's probably all the different mystery flavors. wrapped in an enigma, wrapped in a <laughs> riddle. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, 
So the first video episode, we used an infinity bottle. It's mm-hmm. not great, but it's not bad. Yeah. It's what I think I would expect from an infinity bottle. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Uh, well, I mean, like, it, we were talking about this earlier. Yeah. Like, we were like, it's either... We're, we wanted to either be, like, really great or, like, just unbelievably shitty. So, like... yeah, and it fell in the <laughs> middle, which is kind of disappointing. Yeah. yeah. it's. I thought, because we talked about it, too, before, or a couple days ago, we were talking about it, and I said... Uh, you're like, well, it can't be bad. I'm like, have you ever gone to the pop machine and mixed every single type of pop together? And like, <laughs> yeah. like, this could very well be very bad. Or like when you go to those like giant Coke machines and somebody just poured like some sort of raspberry, lemon, whatever shit, and then you go to do like Diet Coke and you're like, cool, thank you for whatever just yeah. came out of it. Just mm-hmm. all the syrup that falls in. <laughs> but no, it was it was something interesting to break the uh, break the video in with. Hopefully the video works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If not. When we talk about all this video, and you're just going to hear this on the podcast, just yeah. ignore it. Yeah. <laughs> there is no such thing as video. We never plan to do video unless it works, then we're glad we did it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and Jarahurahurahuf stood it in for Roberto PDL. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Jenna, do you want to do Roberto's job and talk about the socials? Oh, I can do that. Yes. Um, so if you are listening to the podcast and you somehow found it not uh, through social media, go find us on Instagram at Bourbon Matters and at Facebook at Bourbon Matters Podcast. Um, like, listen, subscribe to all the things. And if there's anything that you would like to see us feature or if there's um, a chance you want to buy into our Barnstormers barrel, let us know. Hit us up on instant messages. Nice or promo. Messages. Nice promo. Way to work in that plug for cash. Before you talk about the podcast, I just want to take a quick shout out again for the fourth dram guys. We'll yes, they by now or shortly after now. If you're listening to this right after this came out, you should be able to head over to them and catch us uh, on their podcast or on their YouTube for the video feed. Yep, um, that was fun. We had a good time with them again. I know we're gonna talk about some things in the future, possibly when we do our Texas series. We're gonna have the Texas boys come in for that. Yeah, so they can cool. just try and act like they know about Texas whiskey, and we can just. <laughs> Shame them and teach them a lesson. And we should also <laughs> learn a little bit about Texas sports. <laughs> Advance of that That's one. what we got Roberto for. Uh, he knows really? so much about all the sport ball. They are good. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was a button. That's awesome. Yeah. All these buttons over here, we already ever use them. I know. You need to be... When you said that you overused the nookie one, I don't believe that. No. We I've all... only heard it a few times. Well, no. We usually do it before we start that's recording. True. That's usually how we get Roberto going. But in honor of Mr. Roberto... Yeah, R.I.P. He's, no, he's not dead. <laughs> oh, unfortunately, he's not dead. He's just in he's DC. just in Washington. Yeah, I mean, his soul is dead, but not <laughs> him physically. Oh, all right. Or maybe um, he is. I haven't talked to him in a while. Oh, he did post his ever-present airplane photo oh, and yeah. photo of a few uh, monuments. So I think he's still. And yeah, if you like pictures out of airplane windows. Follow Give Roberto, Roberto. PDL a follow. <laughs> yes. And and if you really want to be try and stump him, take a picture out of an airplane window and he might be able to tell you the airplane that you took it out of. Just by <laughs> just by the glass. Yeah. <laughs> you may know. All right. Uh so you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and now YouTube. Um so if you you know typically listen on one of the podcast platforms. Uh, give the video episode a try. Um, you should be able to pull it up on your TV or something. Um, 
Yeah. So if people like this, then we'll keep doing it. If not, then it's not worth my time. So and, uh, <laughs> give us some feedback on the video. Like, yeah. should we look at you and not just each other? And Please. if you all agree that we should use a full-size barrel so you can only see, like, the top half of my eyes to make yeah. the make the video look better please drop that comment yeah or like put it in front of me like the skinniest one got the barrel in front of him that's yeah. a bs that's the tallest midget isn't that statement right there <laughs> <laughs> me being the skinny one is not what people are striving to be oh <laughs> uh, yeah all right. Uh, well, that was fun. We'll be back next week with an actual bottle you can probably buy. Yeah, so next week is going to be Resilient Bottled in Bonds for our 4th of July episode. Oh, um, we'll also be trying the Resilient 16-year. Um, so, yeah, and we'll talk uh, America, I guess. Oh, yeah. Excellent. <laughs> That's the most excited you've ever been <laughs> for an episode preview. Well, this is fun. I'm going to go get Roberto's tent and head to the underpass of Milwaukee and uh, find a new home for a while. <laughs> All right, everyone. All right. Oh, hold on. Roberto's not here, so someone got to do the cheers yep. with me. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>